The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 158, Troubles Back. You know him? How is that possible? His name is Stuart Wayne. Are you sure about that? I have no doubt. He was a suspect in an arson case, and he sat right across from me in the interrogation room. Everything that we've collected on him says his name is Hank Wallace. This is normal. When we take on an assignment, we use different names for different jobs. If you were to stop him now and check his ID, everything would show Stuart Wayne. Rage must have some of their people embedded in the government. Our investigation into his background was pretty thorough. His social security number, driver's license, even his wholesale warehouse membership card would all look legit. So you were Sam in St. Louis. Did you change after that? I like Sam. So, what's your real name? Then Sam it is. Okay. He's far enough away. Let's start heading to the exit. I have one of my detectives where it splits off to the baggage claim area. We weren't able to see him board, so we don't know if he checked any bags. I'm sure he did. You can't find any really good clothes these days. Yes. Wide lapels and fedoras went out of style a long time ago. Garrett, the suspect is approaching your position. You'll have to conceal yourself. It's Stuart Wayne, our arson suspect. Seriously? I thought we were looking for a hunger. I just ID'd him as he came off the plane. It's Wayne. So don't let him see you. And let me know which way he goes. Copy. How many IDF operatives do you have in your department? There are three under my direct supervision. And we also have contacts in the county sheriff's department and the state police. Ooh, look, a consignment shop. Maybe they have cowboy hats. Well, you can consign yourself to the fact that we're not here to shop. Don't worry, Sam. There's plenty of time for that. He's headed for the baggage claim. And you're right. That is Wayne. All right. Stay with him. He's either having someone pick him up, or he'll take a taxi or in a car. We'll be in the car and notify me when he's on the move. Will do. In your previous investigation, did you have a permanent place of residence for him? Hmm. He was staying in a motel just outside the Houston metro area. It wouldn't matter where he stayed. If you brought him in for questioning, then he would relocate, most likely out of your jurisdiction. Captain Richards, were you able to determine if Hank or Stuart worked alone? Sam here tells us that Hongans work in pairs on missions like this. 
as far as we could determine, he worked alone, but he was on our radar for only a few days before we questioned him. Do you think he had a partner here? It's more than likely that he did. You said he was questioned concerning an arson case. Yes, but there wasn't enough evidence. He matched the description of someone seen near the scene. What was the target of the arson attack? It was a high-end electronic warehouse. There was only partial damage. Let me guess. The only damaged area was where looting occurred. Yes. There was a lot of damage in a confined area, but it was difficult to tell what was stolen, if anything. That's the purpose of the fire, to mask what was stolen. I believe I've seen this before. Ah, yes. I recall reading a report on Kate Hawke's first case with IDF. An electronic store was burned to cover the theft of electronic parts. The owners in the process of inventorying the store. We should soon have a list of what was either destroyed or stolen. The car's right over there. Wow, it's a lot hotter here than in Baltimore. Yes, it is. As long as a hurricane doesn't decide to pay us a visit, I think I'll enjoy the weather. <laughs> you just missed back-to-back -back hurricanes and a lot of local flooding. You can put your luggage right here in the trunk. Pierman said that you were making reservations for us? You'll be in the residence inn, directly across the street from the station. How convenient. We'll wait here for Detective Garrett's call. Now to the important stuff. Are there any good eating places close by? Is that all that you think about? When I'm hungry, yes. The inn is a Marriott and it has a nice restaurant. There's a deli one block down the street and a Whataburger that's two blocks away. I don't know what that is, but any place with the word burger in its name sounds good to me. Suspect is picking up a rental. We'll pick up the tail when he drives by and you can trail us. If he starts driving erratically, we will drop back and you can pick up the tail. Will do. If we're lucky, he'll stop at a Whataburger for lunch. Keep wishing, Sam. Well, he's picking up a rental. There might be the answer to the question, does he have a partner? We'll be able to get more information from the rental agency. He's getting into the car. Texas plates. Black two-door sedan. 10-4. I suppose you use the double-tail method. Yes, and we can pick up additional ones if needed, since this is more of an IDF operation. It's just the two of us. Tails? We're chasing tails now? No, Sam. A tail refers to one vehicle or person following another. Using two tails allows the lead tail to fall off if they suspect the suspect senses they are being followed. <laughs> what did you learn today, Sam? I learned that tails can fall off if they get too close. He's on the move. I see him. Drop him behind you once I pick him up. Alright, I'm not even going to ask what that means. I see you. Dropping back a bit. No use in checking. With the rental company, everything is forged. Your city is well known to NASA. 
But what else might bring Hank here? We have one of the best medical research facilities in the world. University of Houston Medical Center, also Texas Medical Center, MD Anderson, which sees about 7 million patients a year. How about industries? Hmm. There are over 3,600 energy-related companies in the greater Houston area. Nearly 40% of the nation's chemicals are produced here. Wow, that's a lot of targets of opportunity. As a Holland, do you have any idea what they might be after? You've got to remember, Simon, we're mercenaries. Guns for hire. It all depends on what the client wants. In this case, it's rage. So think about what they want to attack. As far as NASA goes, our space program is in its infancy. So I don't see why that would be a target. And I don't see any advantage in attacking your medical system. That leaves chemical and energy production. Captain Richards, is there anything else that Rage might be interested in? We have the sixth largest commercial shipping port in the world and one of the nation's busiest rail centers. Plus, there's over 1,000 different trucking firms. This sounds like a very busy place. It is. And with all the industry, it's also home to many of the financial institutions. My goodness. I think we're going to need a bigger team. Mmm. Mmm. I, I gotta give it to you, Kate. Having a salad for lunch ain't half bad. Salad? You're calling that a salad? Yeah, check it out. You got your lettuce, uh, a.k.a. rabbit food. Uh, some black olives, a little splattering of onions, some shredded carrots, all sitting on a nice bed of nachos. Underneath the blanket of large chili. Honestly, Jim, you really count that as a salad? Look, it says right on the menu, Southwestern salad. Under a bowl of chili. Oh, hey, it's a start for him. At least it has the word salad in its description. And look. A large order of fries to go along with a stack of tortilla chips. Honestly. Poor woman. She still thinks she's my mother. If I was, you wouldn't be eating that. All right, you two. Kate, you can tell him I told you so after his arteries start to clog up. Hey, whose side are you on anyway? Got a message from Simon. <laughs> what? Sam giving him fits already? No. He says Tracy recognized Hank as an arson suspect named Stuart Wayne. He is suspected of torching an electronics store. Really? Arson? Well, you know, that's interesting. You're thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, our first IDF case, Heinrich. He torched an electronics supply store to build a receiver to track down the Roosevelt stiff when it was in the impound lot. Wow. That was your first IDF case? It was her first IDF case. I was still in the dark about the IDF. Well, this is deja vu all over again. What's that? The fire was contained in one small section. Aha, confined to one area will be difficult to inventory, right? Yep. I'm going to tell Simon that I'll send our case files to Tracy, just in case there are more similarities. You remember what clued you in that the aliens or high-tech was involved? Yes, the blast pattern on the floor. The fire marshal said it was superheated, something he'd never seen before. Then we saw the same pattern at Quo's apartment on the wall. I'll be sure to let Tracy know to look for that.
Well, as much trouble as Sam causes for Agent Simon, I think he'll be quite the asset for them on this case. Which brings us to our asset, Lenora. She was on the inside of Rage for a long time. Which is why I am hesitant to trust her. I agree with you there. Just how much of an allegiance to Rage does she still have, though? Can we trust her? I don't think we can fully trust her yet. Perhaps we'll need a series of little tests. You mean like asking her things we already know the answer to? Just to see if she tells us the whole truth? Yeah, something like that. Say, you have that tracker on your phone? Yeah, I'm still tracking Louie. He's northbound on 97 right now, getting close to the city limits. I doubt he's going back to the pawn shop. He had that on vacation sign on the door. Could be a really short vacation. I think Hank left instructions with him to do something that might take some time. I think you might be right. What's the sense of going on a vacation than coming straight back after a few hours? He's got to have something else going on. The question is, why did they split up? Is the real target Houston? If these guys are partners, seems like they would be working together. On one car. My suspicion is that Houston is the main target. Hank is already known there as Stuart Wayne and was questioned for arson. So did Hank, or Stuart, come to Baltimore to recruit Louis? Uh, Louis was sporting a pretty heavy New York accent. He claimed to be a big Rangers fan, so my gut tells me his assignment was New York City. Otherwise, why learn a New York City accent and then come to Baltimore? Maybe their accent research was as bad as their fashion research. It could be, but I agree with Jim. I'll have Homeland look into pawn shops in New York, specifically any named Louie's. Well, if Louie was set up in New York, then came to Baltimore, I would think Hank recruited her. But what was he doing in New York? Was there any kind of disaster there? I mean, besides the jets? We can look into that for you. There are a lot of questions, not many answers. Uh, yeah, but I got a question. What's that? I think I need another bowl of chili with a salad. Looks like Joffre's back from the controller already. He seems to have a purpose in his step. I'm glad I caught you three. We were just headed to the maintenance bay to finalize upgrades for the Ulysses. Good, let's walk and talk. Can you do that and chew gum, too? What's gum? Don't pay attention to her. While we're here, are you going to set up a tune-up for your ship? I don't have to. What? Hasn't your ship been docked for a while? A lot of dust could have settled into your drives. No, I don't have to because the controller put my ship into the IDF motor pool and it's being cleaned and tuned up as we speak. Wow, is that part of your bounty reward? No, it's part of our first mission together. What? You mean you have a bounty already? The ink hasn't even dried on our bounty licenses yet. I'm getting the Mercury Galley restocked right now. How soon is this mission? One complete time cycle to this moment. In other words, 24 standard hours. That is correct. Now, Nate, I know you are concerned about empty runs or deadheading. The controller is setting you up with a lucrative medical and general supply run to our destination. And that would be... The Pearl of the Galaxy, Cali. Cali? The rest and relaxation destination for IDF fighters? I went there once for R&R when I was in. Beautiful hotels, beaches, spas, and massages when you wanted them. 
Plus, the gravity was perfect. Sounds great. Why didn't you just stay there? Because the bars on my lapel said, be responsible. Ah, so that's why you got out. <laughs> no. Actually, I got out because of the things I had to go through to be sent there. So, what's on the loose in Cali? He goes by the name of Dr. D. He was a neuro-research scientist gone rogue. It seems he was working on neural transmission. There were several graves found near his lab. The IDF is sure that he is headed to the Lunar Penal Colony to pick up Wi-Fi. Is he loyal to Rage? From what I learned, it's just the opposite. Then what do you think he wants with Wi-Fi? Think about it, Nate. What gift does Wi-Fi possess? Yes, of course. He can receive and send wireless signals. But all that's due to biometric implants, just like Barnes has. You know, it sounds like he wants to maybe expand on that. Maybe have an independent brain kept alive to run computers or something. Now, that's a little out there, Gabby. From my recollection of biometrics, somatic matrix experiments have shown that certain body parts can be replaced. Yeah, Barnes was telling me that after he'd been shot, he used that and you couldn't tell he'd been shot. In fact, he wore a prosthetic to simulate scarring. He had to update it every week to show healing. That's correct, but I don't know of any study that would biologically join cellular tissue with electronics on that scale. In other words, a brain independent of a body. We're jumping to a lot of conclusions here. All I know is that this Dr. D is planning on picking up Wi-Fi, then head off to Cali. Cali makes a lot of sense then. There is a large medical facility there. Not only was it an R&R destination for soldiers, but also the main hospital for the severely wounded. That's absolutely correct. He would have access to the best medical facility in the galaxy. Couldn't the IDF just stop him there? No, the IDF pulled out at the end of the war. It's entirely operated by civilians now. Considering all things, I'm in. Great. Are you still good with cargo payments only? Suits me fine. Tam, Gabby, 25% each? Hey, works for me. Good to go. Excellent. Our first bounty is 200,000 units, so you'll get 50,000 each. Nate, I believe with your cargo haul, you'll be close to that too. Wow, who would have thunk it? I'm getting 25 Gs for a legitimate cargo run. Like they say, Nate, the times, they are a-changing. It seems we're headed out of town. Do you have any idea where Hank is headed? We're coming up on a major exit here. I'll have a better idea in a couple of seconds. Exit 48B is just ahead. If he takes that, he's headed west on Interstate 10. And where does that go? And if you stay on that long enough, you're going to end up in San Antonio. Ooh, I hope he stays on it. They have great steakhouses there. Garrett, we're coming up on the I-10 split. If he takes it, I'm taking exit 49 and heading back to the station. You tell him, and hopefully he's not leaving the greater Houston area. Copy. Are you concerned that other Houston officers will wonder what you're doing? We have a secure scramble channel just for IDF use. If it comes to surveillance or taking him down, he'll be Wayne Stewart, our arson suspect. He took the exit. You've got him. I'm on him. I'll contact you once he stops. Copy that. Rather than following him, I think it would be better to get you three settled in. So we're directly across the street from headquarters. 
Yes, but rather than having you three come to the station to meet with Garrett and me, we have an IDF safe house within a block of the hotel. We'll use that to coordinate our movements. Is it close to that Whataburger place? Yes, Sam. It's close to several restaurants, so relax. If he's headed to Northwest Houston, what is out there? There's a very large wooded park, and across from it are large corporate headquarters. Now that is interesting. Is there anything in the way of central communications? You mean like telephone exchanges, communication towers, internet? Yeah, internet. Anything out that way like a big hub? You think they're out to attack the web? Anything that would disrupt commerce or communications. So you don't think they're actually interested in destroying the STIP fleet? Maybe that's why Louis stayed back. Maybe he's concentrating on the STIP fleet. If it were me, and remember, it was me in St. Louis, I'd be after communications. You were after a lot of things in St. Louis, Sam. Is that something that we can expect from the sky, too? Why, Tracy, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, after you guys get all checked in, I'll take you to the safe house and we can set up our base of operations. And by then, we'll have a better idea of where our target is headed. That sounds good. Then we can take care of some urgent business. What would that be? Feeding Sam. Lieutenant Andrews, main deck for briefing. On my way. George, we'll need to brief the LT on our current mission. I have details on the ready, Commander Sims. What's the status on our forward docking pod? Pod is ready for docking. All systems are nominal. Docking, huh? We expecting company? I just received a mission brief from the controller. The Mercury will be docking. They'll be using us as a platform to take on Viper. Viper? Isn't that Jaffa the bounty hunter's ship? Yes. The Mercury will be storing the Viper in its launch bay. The Viper is too heavy for the Mercury to achieve orbit. Sounds like those two are teaming up for a long-haul mission. Your assessment is correct, Lieutenant. The Mercury and the Viper are headed for the moon base, Cali. Cali? I thought that was now in civilian hands. Why is the controller involved? It's routine for us to do a temporary dock with a civilian cargo vessel. The Mercury will have Captain Tam and Pilot Gabby aboard, along with Jafra. The controller told me that Tam and Gabby are now licensed bounty hunters. Bounty hunters? Those two? That's not as shocking as having three deputized IDF agents aboard the Mercury. George... Update on the mission, please. A bio-researcher going by the name of Dr. D has escaped authorities after they discovered his unethical research. It appears that several of his test subjects were unwilling participants and did not survive his experiments. What was he researching? In layman's terms, he was trying to isolate the brains to work independently from the body and act like a living microprocessor. That doesn't make sense. No brain can outcompute a microprocessor. The purpose of the brain in his experiment was not to replace the processing power, but give the computer the ability to reason and emote. What makes this even more interesting is that Dr. D is en route to the moon colony to capture Wi-Fi and take him to the medical facility on Cali. But why would anybody want a criminal mind like Wi-Fi's to control a computer? The controller seems to think that this is a punishment for Wi-Fi. Dr. D hates rage. It's more than likely he just wants to keep Wi-Fi's brain alive to drive him mad. That's a pretty short drive, if you ask me. When can we expect visitors? This time next sleep cycle, so we have a little time yet. 
To pass the time, let's play I Spy with my little eye. Nah, that's, that's quite alright, Dave. I love the big city. Yeah, museums, art galleries, and most of all, the theater. Wonderful cultural events, and let's not forget the cinema. If you're interested in concerts, we have the Arena Theater, the House of Blues, and for classical concerts, there's the Jones Hall for the performing arts and the Houston Ballet. It's the fourth largest ballet company in the U.S. No, I was talking about all of the burger joints. Ah, oh, dear, dear Sam. You are a lost cause. This is Garrett. He's headed north on Britmore Road. Is that significant? As I've said before, there's a lot of industry out that way, along with several corporate headquarters. Captain, I think we have a problem. He just turned west on Clay Road. Okay, break it off and meet us back at the safe house. 10-4. We'll be able to track him later by accessing his GPS from the rental company. So, what's the problem? He's driving right into Bear Creek Pioneer Park, over 2,000 acres of woods. Why is Hank headed to a large wooded park? What are Louie's intentions back in Baltimore? And what diabolical plan does Dr. D have with Wi-Fi? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Bear in the Woods. You can listen to classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night!